Saturday, Trump became the first president since Ronald Reagan to skip the White House Correspondents' Dinner. And uh, that was back in 81. Ronald Reagan had a great excuse. He was recovering from an assassination attempt, not so much for Donald Trump. By the way, this is something that's been going on since 1921. And I always love listening to the audio um, on the Monday after because it's, you know, it's great. Obama, I always thought, was just an incredible, um, he's an incredible talker, but he's got great comedic timing. So I always loved watching him at the White House uh, Correspondents' A dinner, you know, uh, just making jokes at his expense, his own expense or other people's expense. And just, uh, you know, I, I thought it was a pretty clever evening. And I think it's in bad form for Donald Trump. It's predictable, but bad form for him to have skipped it. Uh, but it looked like it went without a hitch. Uh, Hassan Minaj uh, is from The Daily Show. He's a contributor. And he stepped in as the um, master of ceremonies. And he had some fantastic um, observations. Now, a lot of people think Steve Bannon is the reason Donald Trump dog whistles to racists. And that is just not true. Ask Steve Bannon. Is Steve Bannon here? I do not see Steve Bannon. I do not see Steve Bannon. Not see Steve Bannon. Not see Steve Bannon. Nazi Steve Bannon. He did not leave out the president's daughter. Now, Ivanka Trump isn't here either, and I wish she was. Because if she, if she was here, I would ask her the question that we're all thinking. Why? Why do you support this man? Because I get it. We all love our parents, but we wouldn't endorse them for president. <laughs> like if someone's like, hey, son, should your dad be president of the United States? I'd be like, my dad. Najmi Minaj? <laughs> the guy who tries to return used underwear to Costco? I also, uh, Chris, loved uh, how he addressed Trump actually not being present. Okay, listen, I get it, I get it. We gotta address the elephant that's not in the room. The leader of our country is not here. And that's because he lives in Moscow. It is a very long flight. It'd be hard for Vlad to make it. Vlad can't just make it on a Saturday, it's a Saturday. As for the other guy, I think he's in Pennsylvania because he can't take a joke. Donald Trump was indeed in Pennsylvania, and he can't take a joke. Have a listen. There's another big gathering taking place tonight in Washington, D.C. Did you hear about it? A large group of Hollywood actors... Everybody hates and Hollywood. Washington media are consoling each other in a hotel ballroom in our nation's capital right now. 
I don't know, they sound like they were having fun. They are gathered together for the White House Correspondents' Dinner without the president. Because he didn't want to go. He was invited. And I could not possibly be more thrilled than to be more than 100 miles away from Washington Swamp, spending my evening with all of you and with a much, much larger crowd and much better people, right? Right? Right. I'm not a, I'm one of the people who gets really into uh, American politics. I'm not going to be upset if he doesn't show up to a White House correspondence dinner. But He's I think it's just president smart. to it not was, show up. It would be so much smarter for him to do so and just own the jokes and own the laughs. And I think that the uh, him not going gave the comedians a sort of carte blanche to make jokes that are even more sort of at his expense Nazi than they would. Nazi Steve Bannon. Exactly. I don't yeah. think the Nazi Steve Bannon joke Agreed. would have been uttered if Donald Trump was sitting there in the audience. There would have been more jokes about his hands maybe and the little like gentle ribbing kind of jokes. There would have been some respect paid, actually. And maybe. And you know what? And I, I was, as it was on, I did watch some uh, commentary on the Fox News Facebook feed and, you know, everyone on there was saying, oh, this is so shameful and disrespectful and you know it's funny because uh, people seem to get up in arms when a, a when people disrespect the president of the United States by making jokes about them or mocking them in some way I don't know what what how much respect is really owed to this person regardless of who it is from from Donald Trump all the way down to uh, Bush Obama Clinton any of these people they've put themselves in this position of uh of responsibility and they're in the public eye and really if it if if they don't if they can't take a few jokes at their own expense i think that there's a problem and people should be expecting people to be mocking these uh people who are in uh, holding the highest office in the land personally i don't understand that whole uh getting your back up about respect or disrespect to these people I think you have to have a sense of humor when you're in that position. At least a bit of a sense of humor is healthy. Uh, did you watch uh, game three of the Oilers? And I believe they, they were playing uh, the Anaheim. Yes. Did you watch that? Did I you did see not. the beginning? I did not. Uh, Brett Kessel is making some headlines here. He's a Canadian country singer. I've never heard of him either. I apologize to the... Oh, no, it's Brett Kissel. I apologize Clearly to the you've never heard Kissel of the family. I'm sure they're lovely people. I'm sure he has a great voice. Apparently, he was supposed to sing the national anthem, the American one, and the microphone just wouldn't work when he stepped up. Now, we will hear him a little bit uh, on this clip, but what we're hearing right now on this clip is the... Oh him going up and some you can hear him because somebody's beside him taping hey is this working but the Let's auditorium can't hear him so he's kind of waving oh. his arms now you can't tell me that there's that many americans in uh, Edmonton. Yeah, the, the team that plays the furthest away from the American border. You know why those people know the, the uh, lyrics to Star Spangled Banner? Because it's a way better anthem.
It act, <laughs> it actually true. is a better anthem than ours. Well, and hey, and that's a position. Look at that. Those are. People and I'm not who, being unpatriotic. I'm just musically. But those people in the audience there in Edmonton, they are respecting the American national anthem and the American people, and those people are the ones who deserve respect. Yeah. Not their head of state. Sure. Uh, good point, Chris. Uh, by the way, not a lot of respect shown for the Toronto Maple Leafs. There was a bit of a Twitter scandal over the weekend uh, when at Maple Leafs stopped following people. And people started freaking out and tweeting out about it. And so they apologized um, because, well, they're a major corporate corporation and you don't want to look like you're disrupt, uh, disrespectful to your fan base. But they apologized. Basically, they ditched everybody they were following except for Brendan Shanahan. Well, I don't understand why. Like, oh, no. The, the, I guess there's sort of a, is a little bit of excitement when the Leafs follow you back. Sure. Um, but. I doubt the Leafs were responding directly to every direct message that they got from someone on Twitter. I would not have been upset if the, if the Leafs were following me back and then dropped me. I just I don't. Oh, I don't know. Wow, that would hurt to be dropped. I don't. I don't. They dropped everyone. They're not singling That's anyone true. out. They just said, "Hey, from a social media standpoint, the old strategy of following people back doesn't work anymore." When we're the Biggest hockey team in the country, biggest hockey team in the league, and uh, and we don't need to follow people back in order to store, uh, keep people interested in following us on Twitter. No, and I would argue those are people in the early days of Twitter, yeah, right, that, that well, were jumping a, on because everybody thought, okay, well, if you follow me, I'll follow you, you follow and me, great and that's how if, you get followers. If you're starting a new Twitter account, to that's a great strategy on building your account. But at some point, you're going to go through here and weed through it and say, don't need this person, don't need this this person, don't need this person. Got it, and got it, it, need it, want yeah. it, got it. <laughs> and in the end, you decide, oh, who aren't we going to unfollow? Just the boss. That's Listen, it. I have, a, I have been told that a very special someone in my life follows me on Twitter. The husband. I have no idea what his account is. Oh, there's a secret And he's like, just go account. through your followers. I'm like, I don't have time to do that. Time or energy, just, you know what? Just don't if, delete them. Just, guy, just keep it to yourself, I guess. So I have no idea who he is, but he's following me on Twitter. Secretly lurking, watching. He's there. He's there. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Bah, 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 bah.